Yeah. You're at work, dude. What are you doing? Use your iPhone. <laughs> Go to the bathroom if you have to look at porn. Yeah. If you just have to look at porno so bad that you're using your work <laughs> computer at work. Yeah, seriously. How horny <laughs> are you if you have to look at porno at work <laughs> on your work computer? Go to the bathroom. Go to your car. <laughs> just relax. <laughs> relax. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 249 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh. This episode, not coming to you from an airport. No, thank God. A noisy airport (laughs) or uh, my bathroom in my hotel. Coming from the studio, and Eddie and I were just joking that it's, it's, it just seemed like we were doing the show yesterday. Yeah. Even though it's been two weeks. It's like Groundhog Day. It is. With not as much Andy McDowell. Which is a disappointment. Could you imagine an Andy McDowell becoming famous right now? Like it was a different time. Yeah, definitely. Back then. Because she was probably in her early 30s, maybe Mm -hmm. mid 30s, but she dressed like an old lady. (laughs) You know, like if that movie came out today, you know, it would not be an Andy McDowell type. No. It would be like Emily Blunt. Yeah, definitely. Somebody beautiful, and they would put her in situations to show off her sexuality. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what made Andy McDowell sexy, because <laughs> she wasn't sexy, I guess, in a weird way. I'm sure a ton of people thought she was... I'm, so I'm saying that's what made her sexy. Yeah, okay. It's sort of her plainness and her long, curly black hair. Mm-hmm. Just like, what's her name, from Seinfeld. Oh, uh, Elena, Julia uh, Louis Dreyfus <laughs> and her curly black hair, or the Carrie Russell and yeah. her curly hair. You know, otherwise, if you're a girl with curly hair, <laughs> that's the three actresses in Hollywood. It's a straight hair girl's world. It is to definitely. be in Hollywood. It seems unfortunately. What's up with that Hollywood? You need to get their their act together. It's fucked <laughs> up. Their act. Get it? Huh? I get it. Very good. <laughs> Uh, my sister has really curly hair, too, and she hates it. Mm-hmm. And I think every broad with straight hair wants curly hair. <laughs> no one's ever happy. Bill Murray, too. Let's talk about Bill Murray. Okay. He is in that movie, and he's supposed to be the love interest. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? I mean, now, ironically, people think Bill Murray is so cool. Yeah. The chive. Hello. But <laughs> could you imagine now a comedian who's like in his early 40s, being the romantic lead in a movie like that. It just wouldn't happen. Well, I feel like that's kind of like Will Ferrell's realm a little bit, you know? You think so? Like he could pull a romantic movie off? I think so. Have you seen Stranger Than Fiction? No, I haven't. I know it's a good one. I want to see it. Yeah, I really like that movie. And it's it's a romantic comedy. Right. Um, And I thought he did really well in it. I didn't see his last movie with, what's his name? Kevin Hart? Oh, Get Hard or something like that? Yeah, I didn't. Which is almost just, they made that movie in a lab. Yeah. You know, two marketing guys sat down and said, who's the hottest white guy in the game? <laughs> who's the hottest black guy in the game? Let's do this. We'll put them together. We'll write this picture. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a few shekels, bubby. <laughs> and sure enough, it was a flop. Yeah. Just like The Rock's Baywatch was a flop, too. Yeah. You know? Have you, like, seen any of that movie at all? No, but I heard he got a little defensive about it. Oh, did he? On okay. social media. Because The Rock is one of these guys that can do no wrong, mm-hmm. right? The guy is batting a thousand. He's done a million things. Everything he touches is gold. 
However, I feel like every month there's a viral video of some jackass chasing him down. <laughs> and the fact that The Rock gives him like 10 seconds of his time. Yeah. Oh, and then the guy turns out to be a vet. Mm-hmm. His dog just died. The Rock donates a veterinary clinic his name. <laughs> Spends three seconds, and then The Rock posts it. Yeah. Like, don't you think for a second that Dwayne Johnson doesn't know everything he's doing? Oh, yeah, definitely, dude. You don't get to be that famous and that successful without making serious moves. Mm-hmm. That's the genius of guys like him and Chris Pratt, where they act like, I'm a, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> like, I don't know how I got here. Somehow, I'm Chris Pratt, and I'm just like a doof. Like, everyone thinks he's the character from Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. when that guy's been probably busting his ass for 25 years. Oh, yeah. With his agents. And it's like, do I do this? Do I do that? So don't you think Chris Rock, Chris Rock, never mind. <laughs> the Rock, <laughs> Chris Pratt Chris Rock, Rock too. <laughs> all these guys, whatever. But I guess Baywatch was a, no one liked it. Yeah. And he got on social media and was saying like, oh, kind of fake newsy. Okay. Like he was saying, don't believe the critics. You know, the people. When I talk to the people, they're loving Baywatch. <laughs> but you can't believe Rotten Tomatoes. You know, you can't believe these sites. What person on the street is going to be like, hey, Rock, your fucking movie sucks, bro. <laughs> right. Without getting your ass kicked. If the Rock asks you if you like this movie, <laughs> what are you going to tell him? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can I call you Rock, Mr. Rock? <laughs> Wayne? How does that work? Yeah, seriously. So anyhow, and you can't deny Metacritic and Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes, because they're aggregating so much data. Yeah. Well, what about Nate Silver in 538? They had data, and they said Hillary would win. That's different data, you <laughs> idiot. When you like aggregate 500 reviews, mm-hmm. and you get 20%, that movie's a piece of shit. Yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes said it sucked. The poor rock had a hissy fit. Why are we talking about this? Andy McDowell, <laughs> Bill Murray, we're doing the show. Okay. We're doing the show. So yeah, last week we weren't here. Uh, in spirit, we did a, a silly show. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought, is it better to do no show or just do this little horsey show? And people were happy we did the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a lot of nice feedback on it. Not like a, hey, do this every week. Yeah. But people were feeling a little slightly different thing. So Is that fake news? Were there actually an overwhelming amount of people disappointed <laughs> and angry about it? Probably. And you're just not telling us about that? <laughs> I would have expected if people were angry, more people would have written in, Mm -hmm. but it was mostly nice people wrote in to say thank you for doing the show. Cool. And then we followed it up with something that I feel like in the history of holidays, I've never had happen. And I'm sure it's happened before, but I never felt it being so pure. We're here in America on July 4th. Mm -hmm. It's our birthday. (laughs) It's America's birthday party. Yes. And it's a big deal here. You get the day off. Somehow... It became like every American holiday, maybe every holiday, drinking and eating. Yeah. And like imagine how different that holiday would be if it was at Christmas time. I guess you'd be indoors. Mm-hmm. There'd be no popsicles and slip and slides <laughs> and fireworks. Like, Would there even be fireworks? You could still have fireworks. I mean, you can, but it wouldn't. I mean, nobody would want to go outside. Yeah. Exactly. You couldn't light fireworks in New York where it's snowing on your ass. <laughs> that wouldn't be any fun. No. Anyways, it fell on a Tuesday this year. Mm-hmm. And normally I feel like, I bet you corporations, big ones, and like you, you're sorry, sad ass. Yeah. Like you had to go to work on that Monday, Mm -hmm. which is like the lamest, oddest day to force somebody out. (laughs) You spent all weekend sort of in vacation mode. Mm -hmm. Oh man, 4th of July is coming up. Saturday night, let's get drunk. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then for other folks who had no work on Monday, Sunday night they got fucked up. Then they got fucked up again on Monday. And then Tuesday. Yeah. Like today, a lot of people went to work after probably drinking hard mm -hmm. four days in a row. Oh, yeah, definitely. The entire America was on a mini vacation. <laughs> and then a lot of times when you get back to work after a holiday, it's a very busy Tuesday. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on. There's a hustle and bustle. Man, I didn't get an email, I feel like, until 11 a.m. <laughs> like everybody was just nursing some serious hangovers, I feel like. Yeah, there was definitely Tuesday. people in my office who you could tell that they, they partied hard for the fourth. It's rude <laughs> for a holiday to be on Tuesday, and then you got to go back to work the next yeah. day. You get that day off, and then you got to go back. Mm -hmm. Like if it's Memorial Day on a Monday, I feel like you're more apt to be like, all right, it's observed. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go too hard. But this was like an odd Tuesday. Yeah. And I think people were like, you know what? Turn it up. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then this you go is back Trump's to, America. This is Trump's America. And if I can't drink 48 Coors Light, <laughs> maybe push my kids around a little bit because they had it coming. They were being very mouthy and I had to shove them around the neighborhood. Anybody Why have? Not? Did anybody have like cross-shaped fireworks <laughs> that they lit on fire? Burning off in their lawn. Yeah. That sounds like that'd be from a sketch or for a church. They're like, <laughs> we're going to do a firework made out of a cross. And when we light it, it'll be glory to Jesus. And they do it. And, you know, it looks like a burning cross. Yes. <laughs> of course. So it was great. But, yeah, I've never had, I feel like, a day where there's this weird Monday where you kind of, your company could go either way. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I got it off. It felt great. It was an odd four-day weekend. And it... Italian kissing hand. It was perfect. It was great. Yeah, it must be so great being white, Dan. Getting, I know. Getting the Monday before 4th of July off. That's not a white thing, <laughs> but it is an American thing. And if you are white, you def you get it off automatically. <laughs> That's true. Yes, it's in the Constitution. It is in the Constitution. So that's great. And now here we are. Yeah. It also feels weird to be doing a show right after a holiday. Mm -hmm. You know, usually we get that like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday buffer. It is Wednesday. Here we are. <laughs> yes. Kicking ass. Hopefully. Always. Always. Okay. Always. So the other thing about last week was I was in Minnesota, like mm -hmm. I mentioned, great place. And I went there for a conference, which anybody who's ever gone for a work conference, it's as much work conference as it is, again, an excuse to get fucked up. Yeah. Like with your work people, you're put in these situations that are very different where you see them right in the morning, mm -hmm. right at night. You know, when you get drunk with someone like that, that you normally don't, you feel like, oh man, now I know Gary so differently. Totally. <laughs> like I, Gary and I really connected in Minnesota <laughs> yeah. because we went through that thing and that bum threw a bottle at us, <laughs> or maybe he got really sick and you had to take care of him. Either way, there's there's a situation mm -hmm. that brings you closer. And so as much as I went to like learn about design and technology futures, it was just about, you know, to have a good time yeah. with people too. But the funny thing was I went and saw these idiots speak and God, some of them were so bad. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this? You should not be doing this. I'm just surprised at like how many people get paid to just say shit that everyone else is saying. Right. Like there was a few people at the conference I went to where I was just like, I heard all of this stuff multiple times mm -hmm. and you're just saying it again and you're getting paid probably 50 grand maybe. I mean, yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. There's more to it. Like, I don't want to watch someone talk and basically just repeat their Google search to me. Exactly. Or like read me a Wikipedia thing <laughs> or just follow a slideshow. Like you could put anyone on stage to just read slides. Mm -hmm. There's way more to it. Like 
You'll be personal, be funny, make it interesting. Maybe tell an anecdote. You know, say a little bit of a curse word yeah. to let people know you're real. Yeah, exactly. Do you hear that speaker? They said shit. <laughs> oh my god, he said fuck on stage like this guy. It's like a teacher all of a sudden. <laughs> like you know, they're a cool teacher, and some people were so nervous. And I felt to myself to say like, I understand you're nervous. Anybody has the right to be nervous, but your slideshow sucks. <laughs> like do a great slideshow then if you're nervous. But yeah. it made me laugh. Um, there was one talk that was interesting and it was about, I guess in Brooklyn, lots of people have beehives on their roof. Okay. So almost just like you would cultivate a garden, people will cultivate a beehive, which sounds pretty hardcore, mm -hmm. but I bet it's not that hard. It probably runs itself. Yeah. Not like a lizard cage where you have to like feed it grubs <laughs> and clean it shit. Like, I feel like, what do you really have to do to tend to a beehive? You have to make love to the queen. To the I queen. Assume, right? You do. <laughs> that's yes. part of it. <laughs> and if that's part of it, I'm in. <laughs> Count me in. And there maybe is. If anyone at home has a beehive, mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that nature sort of does on its own. What does it need from you, <laughs> buddy? How are you going to make it better? How are you going to make it better? So the, everyone has these beehives and there was this one guy who his honey kept coming out red, you okay. know, not that golden, amber, beautiful color of honey, <laughs> but red come to find out there's a maraschino cherry factory right down the street from this guy. Okay. And even though you don't see anything, you know, there's not red billowy smoke mm -hmm. coming out of the maraschino cherry <laughs> factory. There's nothing. But the honey was getting red because the bees were picking up like what was in the air, like invisible things that we can't see. Mm -hmm. So this guy's name was Kevin Slavin. He did this talk about all the invisible stuff that we're breathing in and not just germs. Yeah. Like stuff like that, where the bees were taking the maraschino cherry essence. Mm -hmm. And so the talk, I mean, there's no point to this other than to say it was interesting. And the maraschino cherry factory turned out to be a huge front for a marijuana Oh, did it really? Yeah, it got funnier. Like after the bee thing, the more they investigated it to learn about it, mm -hmm. turned to find out it was like a Breaking Bad situation wow. where there was a weed going through there. That's hilarious. The point of the story too was just to say beehives. I think they're finding are like the best indicator of what an environment's like. Mm -hmm. So the beehive here in California versus one in China versus one in Australia, like a beehive is when you scrape it and test it and all the debris and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. It acts as like a analytics oh, for wow, your okay. air more than anything else. That's really cool. It was cool. Yeah. And the guy was funny as hell. He did a great speech. That's what I want. I want to go to a design thing and learn some weird thing about bees, yeah. which in a roundabout way gets returned to what we're talking about. Yeah. Not like, here's how to uh, make a design for <laughs> a website. Like, no thanks. <laughs> so it was called IO okay. and it was cool. So I don't know. Official sponsor of the show. Did you meet any cool people there? No. No. Disappointing. No. I met a, a couple of cool people and one of the guys that I was traveling, not traveling with a client of mine that mm -hmm. I met there, there's apparently there's more corporate headquarters in Minneapolis than anywhere else in the United States. Really? I don't know why. Maybe it's a cost of living thing. You know, maybe because Minneapolis, Minnesota is pretty centrally located. Mm -hmm. So it's actually easy place for it to get from LA, get there from New York. Like it's a manageable place. Mm -hmm. So he said, because of that, there's more strip clubs there than any other place. Really? Because there's always people coming in from out of town, mm -hmm. always coming in for conferences. There's always a thing because it's very centrally located. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's true. <laughs> but what I can tell you is true is there's a shit ton of strip clubs 
in Minneapolis. Like all in walking distance from from wherever you stayed? Yes. Okay. Like I felt like at any point I could look up and see one. Oh, wow. I mean, they were really everywhere. <laughs> it was crazy. So invariably at some point I figured I'd end up there. <laughs> yeah. You know? So did are they like all on one street or are they just everywhere? No, they're everywhere <laughs> as far as I could tell. Wow. And if you live in Minneapolis and I'm totally off base, please let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm spreading fake news <laughs> right now. But they were everywhere. And I knew at one point I would end up in there. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, one night I was out with some clients. And that's the other thing, too. I was out with clients. <laughs> like, if I'm on my own dime, I joked a guy I was traveling with. He said, you know, you think your wife would be mad if you went to a strip club? I said, hell no. <laughs> She'd be more mad to know that I'm here cheating my ass off on my diet. <laughs> That's what she'd be mad about because we're working so hard together at home. Yeah. I go to a strip club. Who cares? <laughs> she'd give a shit about that. But if she finds out I had a key lime pie at dinner, <laughs> then she'd be... Divorce papers are coming out. Betrayed. <laughs> That's the true betrayal right now. So I said, no, she could care less. So he's like, well, we should go. I said, all right. <laughs> And there's that weird thing where he's a client of mine, so I'm not going to say no, mm-hmm. because that's what he wants to do. My livelihood depends on keeping him happy, so yes. And he knows this, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows I'm going to take him, and I'm going to pay for the drinks. <laughs> you know, I'll get his cover. You know, there's a weird thing where I'm not going to probably give him money. Yeah. can't do that. Like, I can't be like, here's $100 for this stripper, <laughs> because I'm giving him money, and that's where the lines get a little blurry, mm-hmm. I think, with anybody who's in any sorts of sale thing. So I can bring him there, but he's got to spend his own money. So even if you're like, I'll pay for the lab dance and you don't... I can do that. Okay. Yeah. I think if I'm... As long as I'm transacting it, I think once I give him money, then it becomes there's some payola, yeah. michigas there. It's blowjobs on me. Don't worry. Yeah. I got this. And, and I, then you get on your knees. <laughs> I'm like, it's a glory hole. Don't ask who's behind there. My expense account is maxed out. I'm going to be sucking your dick, Steven. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't do that though. I didn't do it. So, but we, we went, we got there and it started off weird immediately. We're in line and there's a dude trying to get in in sweatpants. <laughs> okay. Now these are not sweatpants like a computer programmer eating Cheetos and Mountain Dew would wear, mm-hmm. you know, like those ill-fitting drawstring kind yeah. that are like tapered at the ankle, mm-hmm. which is never a good look <laughs> for anybody. This was not a guy wearing this. They were, these were like some nice, they had like cargo pockets on them, but they were, you know, um, uh, cotton or okay. whatever, like a, a jogger yeah. pant would be. And the dude would not let him in. He's like, you know, I'd love to let you in, but we have a dress code here. You know, this is a classy establishment <laughs> and we just, we can't, if I let you in and you know, those uh, sweatpants <laughs> and the guy's like, these aren't sweatpants. Like they look like sweatpants. <laughs> And no matter what, the guy wouldn't let him in. The bouncer would not let him in. Wow. And I thought to myself, too, like, yo, that is a great move. <laughs> if you can make yourself in there. And then the bouncer dropped this on him. Look, if you got a private room, you know, then I could probably sneak you in the back, like where we bring celebrities, because I can't have you walking through the club in those sweatpants. <laughs> so then he's like, yeah, I'm going to pay. You know how much it was for a private room? $1,000. Oh, my God. Who is going to pay $1,000 in a strip club? Unless you're a, a millionaire, yeah, to just sit with some women for an hour. So that, does that come with women? I, I'd yeah. assume. Wow. I don't know how that works though. Maybe that's sort of an odd thing. So we get in there. Yeah. So we get in there, and 
my, the guy that I brought in there, he was also from out of town mm-hmm. and not experienced at all. He was so nervous. And this is the guy that wanted to go? This is the guy that wanted to go because <laughs> he's never really been. He's only been to like one or two. And so he's like, you know, please, like, I just want to, can we check it out? Yeah. I said, cool, fine. And I, and I really had no intention of going. That's not BS. Okay. Like, I don't want to spend the money. Yeah. Like, I do not want to spend $100. It's just, I'm just not into it. Mm-hmm. I'll go with anyone else. And if they're paying, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know, let someone take me to a shirt club. Yeah. So anyways, we get in there and immediately these women can sense this nervousness. <laughs> you know, just like with anybody. Just like when I was watching those speakers give those talks. I could tell who was nervous. Yeah. Just look at them. And this guy walked in. And I don't know why, but there was 30 strippers just standing around and maybe 10 guys in the entire strip club, which I've (laughs) never seen. What time did you guys go? Like midnight. So like prime strip club time. Midnight. It was like maybe a Thursday night. Okay. Which is a reasonable night. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Saturday or a Friday, yeah. but close enough, right? And a conference is in town, so you'd think. Conference is in town. There was like a sporting thing in town. There was reason to be there. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on. And from the second we walked in, I mean, gals will come up to you. That's what they do. They want yeah. to get you to do a dance. Dude, I, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, you're in a strip club and a woman comes up to you because she wants you to buy a dance from her. Mm-hmm. You know, she wants you to say, here's $20. And then they dance for one song, which you're just praying and hoping it's like Stairway to Heaven or Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Not some like one minute banger. But by the way, all the songs in strip clubs are like shorter. Yeah. They're like strip club versions of these songs where all of a sudden you're like, whoa, 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 there's another verse. Yeah. I know there's another verse. This is my karaoke song. This I know is my this song. song. I know this song. Give me another quarter of a dance. And so we get in there. They can just sense it. There's so many of them. Mm -hmm. So many of them. And I just said, listen, fine. (laughs) They they, they come up to you and they're like pressing their wares because they want (laughs) to dance. And if they're kind of ugly or they're just not your vibe, Mm -hmm. you feel like such a a shit. But you're just kind of like, look, no thanks. Yeah. Just got here. And then they're like, well, how long have you been here? Like they should be working in sales. (laughs) Like they should be the ones selling well, they things. Are selling. I know. And they're amazing <laughs> at it. No one is ever that pushy Yeah. in any other job. Like if a waiter at a restaurant was like, you're going to get dessert and you said, no, we're full. And they're like, no, come on. What am I going to do to have you have dessert here? Well, if they sat on your lap, you know, right. <laughs> rubbed your back, titties in your face, you might get dessert. You absolutely <laughs> would. And that's what these women are doing. And the poor guy that I was with, I was like, look, don't get a dance from the first girl mm-hmm. that sits down on your lap because if you do you're going to regret it yeah you know you probably got two dances in you we got to travel home tomorrow <laughs> it's late we're not going to stay out till three o'clock mm-hmm. so just pick one or two gals get a dance and then we're leaving like we're not turning this into the hangover <laughs> or something and so we get in there first girl that sits down gets a dance from her. oh man and i was like dude you're locked in now man you're a mark. You're yeah. a whale. Like every girl here is going to be like, this guy's e- easy for 20 bucks. <laughs> and sure enough, man, I'm sitting there. No one's coming up. It's me because every girl that comes up to me, I'm like, no, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be rude. No, thanks. And finally, no one was coming up to me because they're like, <laughs> they probably go in the back and they're like, fuck that guy yeah. at table 13 in the glasses. <laughs> but his friend, that guy, you know, is an easy 20. And so it just went on like that. I finally got a dance from some girl because I feel like I had to. <laughs> I didn't even enjoy it because I was 
not who I wanted. How how many uh, dances did the other guy get? Three. He got three. Was mm-hmm. he satisfied with all of them? No, I pulled them out. <laughs> I was like, we're leaving, dude. Yeah. I was like, I can see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Face to face with greatness and it's strange. <laughs> no, uh, I totally could see what was happening. He was just going to be in for it. And then we get out there and he's like, oh, that last girl, we really connected. <laughs> I was like, dude, what do you mean you connected? No, no, no. You know, we start talking about where she's going to school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's reading a lot of the same books that I am. I swear to God. It's like, did you, you love this girl like, yeah. already? Like, you understand. He's like, no, I've just never talked to someone like that. I said, because she was telling you exactly what you wanted to hear. Totally. No one in your life talks to you like that because no one has that relationship with you. <laughs> she wanted your money, man. Yeah, and you're going to meet that girl at a strip club? Right. No, I don't think so. Right, you're the first guy she yeah. had a connection with. He's like, no, I don't, I don't know, man. He just kept saying, I don't know, man. Like, he just couldn't wrap it out. And you know what I thought to myself? You're going to go home and think about this girl forever. Oh, yeah. Like, you're going to have that, like, oh, that one time I was in Minnesota at a club and I met uh, Clarice, Cameron, <laughs> Dallas, or Charlie. I mean, he, they always had names like that. He goes on those, uh, like, misconnections oh, sites. And it's like, right. remember me from the strip club in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Could have had my baby. The Seville Room, I think it was called. Seville Room. Or something like that. And I guess that's the thing, too. You're right. Like... You're going to marry her now? Yeah. Like that's what it's going to be? I went to a strip club for a buddy's uh, bachelor party Mm -hmm. a couple years ago. And one of my um, friends started talking to a stripper and like came up to me. He's like, hey, man, we need to get back to the hotel lobby at like two because she said she's going to meet us there with some friends. Oh, boy. I was like, she's not going to meet us there, dude. Right. He's like, no, just come back with me at two, man. Watch. You'll see. So we go back there and we wait for like an hour just sitting around. And he's like, I guess she's not coming. I was like, yeah, no shit she's not coming, dude. Right. You spent like $300 on her. Right. She got it easy. She didn't have to do anything. Like, no. He liked, she gave him maybe one lap dance and then she just like sat around. Okay. Like near him and talked to him. Like, right. The majority of the night and he's just buying her shit and Jeez. tipping her and stuff. And I'm like, right. no, man. They're crazy. Yeah. The, I mean, you're right. Like now he's in love with her. He's going to meet you. She probably said that to five guys <laughs> that night. Because they're really like one girl was just like. Let's go get a private room. And I said, no. <laughs> She's like, come on, just give me your credit card and it's done. Just give me your credit card. I'm like, no. I, I, I said, you know, just humor me. How much for a private room with you? 500 bucks. <laughs> and she's like, and you know, up there, the rules are different. And I said, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Can I see the rule book? I would right, like to, yeah. to see exactly what I'm getting myself into. You don't know what I'm into. <laughs> I could be into something that's not in the rule book, baby. So we left. And then the funniest thing, too, is where this place was situated. It was right next to a normal restaurant. You know, you okay. asked about, like, if these were in the same neighborhood or yeah. wherever. No. It was next to, like, a Fuddruckers or something or, or Dave and Buster's. <laughs> so when I walked out with this group of fellows I was with, it's like, these guys are just in the strip club. These guys' pants are full of pre-cum. Like, clearly, you know, we walked out of there after having a boner yeah. for an hour and a half. So, but it, it was a good time. I can't, I can't complain. Okay. I did have a travel companion, which I talked about in the last week's show, which meant I couldn't do my, you know, jerk off mm-hmm. just with, with no chains on me. Just, Not- just completely unbridled masturbation. I, I couldn't do it at all. You couldn't like sneak back like, oh, I forgot my wallet. <laughs> I'll be back in a little bit. 
I mean, I'll be back in like what, like an hour, <laughs> ten minutes. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying, if we're together <laughs> with the people, I guess. And I didn't. I wanted to be respectful of the guy I was sharing a room with. Mm-hmm. Didn't masturbate in the shower. You know, he doesn't need to be tromping around on my jizz. <laughs> I mean, I'd flush it down. I'd wash it down. Yeah, but obviously. It's still there. You know, like if I came on your desk at your house, <laughs> you wouldn't just you wipe, wipe it. it. <laughs> just wipe it once. And it's, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah, that desk is. I'm donating that desk. <laughs> uh so fine i didn't do that it, it all worked out it was it was a good time and uh yeah oh the other thing i was worried about too is i'm gonna ask one of these strippers their name and they're gonna say quinn <laughs> my daughter's name yeah. that would have been i mean it would have laughed but i was just like wait till there's one of these girls gonna be named marlo <laughs> so they go or, or nicole you know and nobody was because they were all like candy and, yeah you know sheila or something. Is Sheila? I don't know. I don't remember any of their <laughs> names. I wasn't even listening. So many, I'm telling you, I've never felt like this. So many women came by. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I, I can't. Like, please leave me alone. Like, I know I'm in a strip club and I'm here, but just give me like three seconds to have a break. Yeah. It was it was bizarre, man. Well, there's only 10 guys <laughs> amongst 30 women, so they got to well, they gotta work it, man. Dude, and the girl that I finally gave a dance to, she's like, <laughs> You oh. gave a dance to <laughs> Yeah, she gave a dance to me. <laughs> Because I was like, I'm, I said in my mind, the next girl that comes up to me, mm-hmm. I'm giving her $20, because that's what it costs, $20 a dance. I'll give you $20, and then I'm leaving. Okay. Like I feel like I'm here. I have to get at least one dance. Yeah. And I'm not a picky guy. <laughs> I could care less. I just, I didn't want it from a gross girl either. Like, <laughs> all right. So this next girl comes up. She's cute. She sits down, and I expect her to say, you know, yes, my name is Quinn, or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember what her name was at all, but you got it over with quickly. I just don't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> Candace. They need to have names like wrestlers. Right. Oh, I'm sure they're fake too anyways. Yeah, but they need to be like more outrageous and throw a the in mm-hmm. the beginning of it. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like the vaginator. Right. I'll remember oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then you need to work on your branding. Yeah. You, <laughs> when you're in the club. You're going to have a following with a name like that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. What if these girls were giving out business cards? I mean, you're not allowed to take your phone out. They couldn't okay. be like, add me on Snapchat or something. Because I'm sure they're on there. Mm-hmm. There was one woman who was amazing, gorgeous, so tattooed like crazy. Oh, really? And I thought, man, I bet that girl gets a lot of business. Mm-hmm. But I could also see her easily being like an Instagram girl. Oh, okay. Like most of these girls could have easily had a little mini career on Instagram with a couple hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. So why not? Why not like mix those two worlds <laughs> together? Uh, maybe you don't want like a stalker or something weird like yeah. that happening. But I mean, like porn stars do it. That's true. They're always snapping boring shit right not enough i wouldn't know eddie because i don't follow (laughs) yeah i don't follow anymore but uh my wife does probably still you're right i'm sure she does (laughs) but you're right like because now the i feel like in the in the old days there's no way you would stay in touch with the stripper Mm -hmm. maybe you got her cell phone number i guess i I was not i never dated any strippers when i was a a a single lad yeah but now if you could like follow them on twitter and be chatting with them outside the club I mean, I guess it works out for them because then maybe you can visit them, mm-hmm. but also you could stalk them or be a weirdo. Yeah. But you're easily. right. Uh, porno stars do that all the time. So who knows? I wonder how many of these strippers have like dudes who they interact with like that. And every time they're in town for a conference or something, they spend, you know, a thousand dollars. Oh, probably. Like, oh, babe, you're going to be in town. Right. Come see me at the club. Right. Like, uh, I'm sure she called me babe or fly me out. Yeah, <laughs> you fly me to Vegas for your next conference. Yeah. I'm sure that happens quite a bit too. Yeah. So, or just guys that are just obsessed. You know, what? let's move on. <laughs> talk about stripper clubs and strip things the whole time. 
Um, but we should do a couple questions. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, it, the show's been backing up here, so let's do a couple questions. You got questions? Got questions? Got questions? We got answers. We got answers. All right, we love questions on Sayer for the Show. You can send us in anything, sayerfortheshow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous or sayerfortheshow at gmail.com. On Twitter, at S-I-F-T show. I'm on Snapchat, and I have to admit, my handle is at Sif Show, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much turning into the Derpy Persian channel. <laughs> I don't think I've talked about the cat since I brought it up. No, no, I don't think you have. I mean, it's been two weeks. Yeah. We have the cat now. Yes. The smushy-faced Persian cat One, <laughs> His name's Gus. Mm-hmm. He's freaking adorable. Looks like a Gus. Doesn't he? And he's got that grumpy cat face. And I, which I guess Grumpy Cat's a Persian, mm-hmm. but he's got like a white mustache looking thing. He's so cute. And he's like a little kitten baby. And so like when he eats, he gets his face. He's got a flat face. <laughs> like imagine if you didn't have a jaw to chew food. His nose and his mouth are on the same plane and his chin. He's like a square. Like his face is like a flat square. Yeah. So when he eats, he has to basically like press his face into the food. I mean, there's no reason this animal should be alive. <laughs> His nostrils are like two tiny pinpricks, and every day we have to clean them because I, I don't know how he's getting air. <laughs> Cats don't breathe through their mouth; they don't pant. Do you have to do this for life? Like, are you? Just I'm hoping be... not. <laughs> I'm really, really hoping not. They Eddie. can't. They can't like open it up like your Miatas. Just kind of. I'm not getting <laughs> surgery on my cat's nasal cavities. Okay. Could you imagine? People probably do. I know people who have like pugs mm-hmm. and other dogs that just should not evolutionarily even exist. Yeah. Like this pug, this Persian cat would die in the wild. Oh yeah. And these cats were bred and inbred and mutated to be ornaments mm-hmm. that humans put on their bed. <laughs> but the cat is really great. It's the <laughs> nicest disposition. So yeah, I've been posting a lot and my little girl is like holding the cat. <laughs> I just, it's too much. It is. If that doesn't make me go viral on Reddit, I, I quit. <laughs> The show, this podcast is not going to be what makes us make it to the next level. No. It's going to be this cat, (laughs) the Gus and Quinn show. Yeah. And so, yeah, follow me on there if you want some of that shit. (laughs) Or don't. Or don't. (laughs) Or don't. I'm totally, if we were a brand, I'd say, God, their social media presence is terrible. (laughs) You know, it's one guy who runs, does the show. He runs that account. It's not even Eddie, (laughs) you know, and whatever. Okay. So. Send us questions. <laughs> All right, we got lots of questions. Let's do a handful here. Uh, here's the first one, Eddie. Hey, Dan and Eddie, I just listened to episode 247, and you seem to feel bad for a minute suggesting Lady Antebellum sucks. As a country music fan, I'd like to tell you of nothing to feel bad about. Lady A are the Nickelback or Trisket of the country genre. <laughs> anyway, love the show. Rachel, white female, 29, I guess dry? It's never really dry for girls, so I'd say all natural or no added wetness. So she's a no lube gal. Okay. So good for her. Um, either way, she's right. I asked my wife, too, who likes country music, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're okay, <laughs> but they do seem like they're like the manufactured fake nickelback yeah. of country music. Yeah. I mean, fucking Triscuits, man. <laughs> Speaking of Triscuit, no word. <laughs> From Still, Trisket. that's surprising. You know, I was hoping I'd at least get a cease and desist yeah. or something like, for libeling them. Aren't they like chomping at the bit to have like a real interaction with someone? Right. Like every other fucking brand on Twitter? 
I'm the only person on the internet <laughs> talking to Twitter, the cracker. Yeah, Tristan. And they're not, <laughs> what did I say, critter? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. I'm the only person on Twitter tweeting at this dumbass cracker brand. Yeah. And they're not getting back to me. I'm giving you, I'm throwing a softball in the air. Cracker on cracker hate, man. <laughs> Smack it back, cracker. Smack it back. Um, no, I haven't heard back from them, though. So Wow. Continue to say, fuck Triscuit. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. I listen to your show and it sucks. You have to be making up the stuff you're talking about because no one has that many mishaps in a week. And your co-host is a laugher. And he spelled laugher L-A-F-F-E-R. Suck some fat balls. <laughs> this is a real review. Real, real hit me. That's, wow. I could tell. So I, I, this is, I want to dissect this. I listen to your show and it sucks. Okay. I feel like this is somebody I told to listen to the show. This is probably someone from my real life. Okay. Because I feel, or, or online, or I urge someone to listen, because I feel like that's the kind of phrase you would, it's a response to someone like, mm -hmm. I listen to your show and it sucks. Yeah. You wouldn't just say it like that into the ether. So I feel like I know who you are. <laughs> I don't know who you are though, for reals, but I feel like you're a person. And he calls you a laugher, a laugher. which is fucking rude, Eddie. I'm going to, I'm going to stop laughing. Don't. I'm sorry. Your laugh is the third member of the show. <laughs> oh, I just did it again. Okay, Damn it, dude. It's back. All right, it's back. <laughs> Don't overchange, Eddie. And suck some fat balls. Fine. That I, I do on a regular basis. So. That's fine. Yeah. You know, who doesn't love a big fat sack? <laughs> I wonder, uh, gay dudes, I wonder if they think about sacks at all. Like, they must. Like we think about tits. Right. Like, do, like, is there guys that like small sacks, <laughs> big sacks? weird sacks yeah saggy sacks saggy sacks you know one of my balls is lower than the <laughs> other one which is very common yes very common but is or, i feel like whenever i watch a porno and the women are touching the balls they're they're, they're like doing a service like <laughs> women aren't like oh god i want to fucking suck this guy's balls yeah it's not it doesn't have the same i feel like vibe as a dick like i get why the dick is the thing they go after yeah but balls are hairy and weird and I feel like they're the smelliest part of, right. of male genitalia. They're not sexy. No. Look, I'm I'm straight as an arrow, but I will be the first to say dicks are sexy. <laughs> <laughs> dicks are great, Eddie. <laughs> and I've joked about that, that I don't like to watch porno with women. I want a dick in there. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyhow, suck some fat balls. <laughs> Let me know. Okay, let's do a couple more. Uh, oh, tell Eddie that, yes, Netflix still has a DVD plan. So you can still do that. Um, this, this listener goes on to say uh, he's mad about the Adam Sandler movies. Uh, it's only nine ninety nine. It's amazing considering how much money they've wasted on Adam Sandler. Fuck that guy in Schneider too. <laughs> but this is true. There's a, a ton of Adam Sandler movies. Oh yeah, on Netflix he has like a deal with them. Mm -hmm. But people love Adam Sandler. It's yeah, it's crazy. Netflix is all about data. If no one watched these movies, they wouldn't keep making them. People are watching these movies. Yeah, and I think like Adam Sandler's like fan base mm -hmm. hasn't aged. No. Like I liked Adam Sandler, but like I don't I'm not into his new movies. Right. But I feel like kids that were my age when I liked that mm -hmm. are my or that <laughs> that are the age that I was when I liked right. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yes. Are the ones who love his movies because right. he doesn't change his humor at all. No. Like, it's all like the, it hits the same notes. Mm. It's the same type of humor. Mm. So I mean, but I mean, like Big Daddy is a good one. And what I mean, Billy Madison, Bi uh, Happy Billy Gilmore, Madison, Happy, yeah, especially Billy Madison. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, no, but you're totally right. It's I, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, with them, I, I loved his comedy albums too. 
mm-hmm. um, back in in the yesteryear. Rob Schneider, though, oh, you know what? The thing about Sandler, he pulls all of his friends in every movie. Yeah, what a move! <laughs> I mean, I can't knock the guy for being a great friend. Mm-hmm. Wish I could go back in time and become a friend of Adam Sandler. <laughs> like, how many other celebrities do that? Where I know a lot of them are like SNL people, mm-hmm. but that would be like if you worked at a job and then for the rest of your life. You only worked with the same people. You got them hired at your job. Yeah. Like, man, props to that guy. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast with Nick Swartzen, and he yeah. was talking about, like, he's how... He's on his team. Yeah, he's on his team. He, like, wrote, I think, half of the movies that are on Netflix and, like, directed a couple of them. But he's like, yeah, we just hang out all day and write and mm-hmm. just have fun. And God. then, like, to promote this, all these movies, they go on tour with each other. Yeah. And just do stand-up. It's God. ridiculous. I, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. That sounds like the dream. <laughs> Ah, so let's do that. We'll start our own comedy <laughs> production company. Okay, we got to get on SNL. One of us. <laughs> One of us does first. All right, we'll try. Uh, we'll try. Okay, here's a here's a question. The subject was nostalgia and erotic fan fiction. Okay, mm. Dan, you've been doing this podcast practically your daughter's whole life. Do you ever listen to old episodes and feel nostalgic? I imagine it would almost be like reading past pages from a diary. So this person's right. Mm-hmm. I especially remember the show I did right after Quinn was born. And you know what? I bet you one day when I'm an old shriveled man, I'll go back and listen to a couple of them mm-hmm. or not because I have to pay to keep these things on the internet. <laughs> so what am I going to do for the next 50 years of my life? Keep paying SoundCloud or whatever host? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, there'll be a free way at some point to probably put everything. Yeah. Like at some point we'll laugh that we used to have to pay for internet service or storage Mm -hmm. it should be free eddie but it never will be people make too much money off it yeah this listener next now here's the the good part p.s i'm currently working on some dan and eddie erotic fan fiction (laughs) i'll send it your way when it's finished pussy got wet keep up the awesome work i love the show pussy stay wet red folly was this listener yeah anonymous so i don't know if that's their pen name but I've yet to receive the erotic fan fiction between you and me yet. Once we get it, I would love if English Paul did an animation. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he wants to do, <laughs> is animate you and me having sex. <laughs> I'm sure that's the height of what he, EP wants. He's Yeah, he's hungry for it. He'd probably do it. <laughs> we'll set up a GoFundMe, GoFundMe for that. Uh, let's see. Let's What time is it? Let's, let's do a couple more, and then we'll, we'll call it a night. So my boyfriend is a malware analyst. Companies send in dumps of their employees' computers, and it's his job to classify them as malicious or not. So that's the first thing. you got to always know that. Yeah. If you work at any place, they're monitoring your shit. Mm-hmm. They want to know if you're on YouTube all day or if you're actually doing work. So just be prepared for that. Yeah. So this listener goes on to say, here are two we found today. These are files, okay, that her boyfriend <laughs> found on people's computers. Okay. Files. Not just internet search, mm-hmm. files, okay? Real incest, daughter bondage rape dot rar. And he put it in a folder called private, which is pretty funny that this guy thought like, oh, <laughs> private. If I put a folder on my computer and I name it private, no one's going to look at it. Um, the file name goes on, daughter bond take this slit dash ouch dot exe. So this file name <laughs> had like every keyword. You know, daughter, incest, slit, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. And it's an EXE file. This is crazy. Which is on a PC. I mean, that's the best thing about a Mac. 
is you can't run exes yeah they lock that shit down <laughs> you run this file on your pc at work oh my god it's gonna eat your computer yeah it'll destroy not in the way that you're hoping no and with a your very, searches <laughs> no in a very bad way and a red flag is gonna go right to your it department that says dan fields yeah just opened a file and malware is present and sure enough i mean and he saved this file yeah like you're at work dude what are you doing use your iphone <laughs> go to the bathroom if you have to look at porn yeah if you just have to look at porno so bad that you're using your work <laughs> computer at work yeah seriously how horny <laughs> are you if you have to look at porno at work <laughs> on your work computer go to the bathroom go to your car <laughs> just relax <laughs> relax uh so she goes on to say here's some questions i'd like answered who still downloads porn do y'all is this normal so to answer that no way yeah you don't keep the evidence i don't download porno you watch it and you that's it you discard <laughs> yeah, it i don't have like a collection i'm like oh i need to go to the classics mm -hmm. no it's whatever i find at that moment right it's what i'm using means to an end <laughs> yeah you know it's not like oh it's sunday night pour a glass of wine and i put on a classic <laughs> peter north pornography movie and i just make love to my wife no it's not a record you're not collecting <laughs> yeah. vinyl or even like people who collect dvds mm -hmm. who i don't know who you are i mean you can you should not be collecting media i can't wait till i don't even have to have video games in my house mm -hmm. i know it's going to destroy the resale market which okay fine i give you a little bit there but yeah less crap yeah less crap remember back in the day when you used to have to have a huge place in your house for your media, for your VHS <laughs> and your DVDs. Shelves and shelves of DVDs. And CDs. Yeah. Shelves. Yeah. And seriously, and if you still have this going on at your house, really ask yourself why. Like, <laughs> you don't need to display it. No one gives a shit mm -hmm. what kind of movies you watch. No one cares. And you may think like, oh man, I got this crazy old copy, limited edition collector's <laughs> item. No. The only other people that care are people that have that. No one's ever came over to your house and said, wow. <laughs> Is that, is that a copy of the Goonies that you got signed by Sean Astin? Great. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, if it was like something like Sandy Wexler, the one of the uh, Adam Sandler movies on Netflix, oh. if you had a VHS of that, okay. that might impress someone. Something that was very rare or hard <laughs> to get, fine. It's changed, I think, everyone's living rooms. Now you don't have to worry about that mm -hmm. for the better. Yeah. Sparse. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> uh, so no, I don't collect pornography. And then she goes on to say, yeah, who searches for this porn specifically on their work computer and says, oh, yes, this is something I'm going to need to save on my work <laughs> computer. Um, and it's about awesome rape daughter. I mean, insets like that's the other thing, too. Yeah. This was not like hot blonde with big boobs um, makes love to blah, blah, like rape, incest or whatever was in the title. Like, mm -hmm. dude. Not only looking for porn, it's terrible porn. Yeah. Isn't that like a big search term though? Incest. Oh, I porn? mean, yeah, it's the yeah. biggest thing around. That's so crazy these days. So yeah, you can't fault the guy for following the trends. Yeah, I know. Um, I think rape though takes it a step yeah. further. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't know about that, buddy. Let's not go there. It's, this is, and I know it's all fake, yeah. anyways. But still, it's. I don't like to see the gal uh, in pain. Um, she says, "Who are these men? Do you know them? I hope you don't. I hope no one does." 
Um, and then this from Ricky, she, she titled a ps.pgw.takethisslit.exe. <laughs> so thank you. Yes. Um, we don't collect pornography on the show. No. At all. Um, oh, somebody uh, really appreciated your recommendation for F is for Family. Oh, nice. They said they watched both seasons back to back. They love the opening credits so much they never fast forward them. Yeah, they're really good. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. In this binge world we're living in these days, I hate... Orange is the New Black's beginning. Yeah. Probably the worst beginning of a television show in the past 10 years. <laughs> no offense to Regina Spector, but the show, it's like, if anyone's watches, it's, it's her song, and it's pretty long. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like a two-minute long intro. Yeah. And the entire intro is just shots of women's prisoners' mouths. Mm-hmm. Just one-to-one-to-one. To one to one. The visuals are fine. They're whatever. They never really change, or maybe they do. I don't know, because the second that comes on, I go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> I look at my phone. I take a piss. I try. And it's it's one of those things where it's more hassle to fumble with the remote. You know, I'm streaming it on Netflix, so I have to pull up my phone, switch to the Netflix app. Mm-hmm. Like, you're almost just like, oh, fuck. Fine. And you got time. <laughs> like, fine. I'll listen to this godforsaken song again. And too many shows do that. But when a show is good, like Westworld. Mm-hmm. Like I watch the Westworld theme every week. Yeah. And I haven't seen the F is for Family one, but what makes it good? Is it a good song? Is it... Yeah, the song is good, but just like the animation, like it transitions when he's like young and like happy-go-lucky and he's flying through the air and he's getting older and all mm-hmm. this shit from his life is hitting him in the face. Is it different or is it the same every time? It's... From what I've seen so far, it's the same. But okay. I haven't seen both uh, seasons. So okay. That'd be cool if every week they tweaked it a little bit or yeah, that'd be cool. Or if like, like better call Saul, there is no opening. Mm -hmm. It's slightly weird. It's just like a, like a four bar twang on a guitar and then like a weird two second shot. Yeah. And that's it. And it's great. Yeah. And this moves on. It's fantastic. What I hate though is like shows that have a cold open Mm -hmm. and then have like the credits after like the first opening scene and those are like two minutes long and then you get into it like the leftovers is like that yes and i'm like well shit i don't know when to skip fast forward it's very hard yeah it's annoying it's almost like you have to be seriously precision on that remote yeah (laughs) where you skip for 30 seconds and and the ui the user interface and so many of these apps Mm -hmm. they should know that like Give me like a five second, 10 second button. Yeah. I don't want to scrub with my finger. Yeah. It's never right. It's not precise at all. (laughs) And if you overshoot, then you're like, fuck, I got to go backwards. And then you go backwards and then you're into the theme song. You're like, God damn it. Please. You just spent more time doing that. Right. Sitting through the theme song. You press 30 seconds forward and it buffers for 30 seconds (laughs) and then it gets to it. And you need to go ahead 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. First world problems. I know. But God forbid they make a decent design of the app Mm -hmm. they know what people want ask anybody Ugh. all right let's do a real treat (laughs) i'm getting all fired up here uh but yeah thanks uh thanks for all the questions everybody savertheshow.com slash contact you can get at us but otherwise eddie let's do a real treat I'm making a bad habit of this, Eddie, where before we start the real treat, I think of something else and I want to say it. And I meant to give two guys a quick shout out. A guy on Snapchat, his name is Cam. He's a Scottish guy mm-hmm. and he's living in Japan now. And he sent me a Snapchat of he had chicken sashimi, chicken, oh, okay. raw chicken. And he showed me a shot of it. And you know, like when you get seared ahi, mm-hmm. it has like that cooked 
awesome crust on the outside mm-hmm. and then inside is just pink yeah just fucking pink <laughs> and there's something cool about that because a you know you can eat it without being sick mm-hmm. but there's this weird juxtaposition kind of like incest porn <laughs> of like the cooked outside the raw pink inside mm-hmm. you know the old man having sex with a young gal <laughs> it just it's great but chicken, and he sent me a picture of it, and it was that exact thing where the outside was like cooked chicken, mm-hmm. and the inside was pink. Which, if I bite into chicken like that at my house or a restaurant, you feel like you want a gag. Yeah, it's you can't. I'll, I'll eat a steak that's mooing, but a chicken that's undercooked or pork. Yeah, I freak you out. It's the weirdest texture too. Right. So yeah, and that's it's okay to eat. No, the guy he said he had the runs the next day oh, all day really? shit okay. in his pants. I wonder if it's just because he's not used to it. Maybe like, they just regularly eat that in Japan, and they have gut bacteria that can handle that. Yeah, I don't know. I saw one of these like strange addictions once where a family would only eat raw meat, including chicken. Wow. I don't remember why, but of course they were they were all sick and there was bacteria everywhere. Yeah. It's weird. Yes, it's, it's weird. So yeah, and he was shitting everywhere, and I I, wanted, I got a kick out of that. <laughs> Um, so thanks to him. And also this is cool. So Twitter, because, you know, if I tweet something on our Twitter account Mm -hmm. and a bunch of people like it, Twitter now will put that at the top. It'll say like, you might've missed X because if I tweet something at 7am, you know, Pacific time, maybe you don't even see that, you know, whatever. So Twitter has a nice thing now. I feel like it's really annoying in Instagram Mm -hmm. that Instagram will force things to the top. Yeah. Because to me, it is kind of annoying on Twitter, but Twitter makes it obvious. It's like, you might've missed this. And it's pulling things that it thinks I might want to see. Anyhow, a friend of mine, he tweeted, I tweeted, he liked it. It shot to the top. And these are real people. Like, this is what I'm getting a kick out of. Mm -hmm. This guy's name is Eric, and he's a buddy of mine named Christian's friend. And he sent me a really nice note, and he did something that I take as the highest compliment. Okay. He's a fan of the show now, which is great. Mm -hmm. But he liked the show so much that he downloaded a bunch of them and then listened to them on an airplane. Oh, nice. Like media. We were the airplane media. (laughs) And if you've ever done that before, thank you. Yeah. But I feel like, especially when I'm on an airplane, what I'm sort of choosing to indulge myself in, Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time like... I think I've talked in the show like, okay, I'm watching John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching some fucking John Wick on this tele- on this airplane because I have no one around me. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying for the internet. This is my time. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could do this at home and if you're single and you probably do it every night. <laughs> but for me, God damn it, it's my time. Yeah. And uh, our friend Eric now, he chose us for his time. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. So thank you. All right, Eddie. Real quick though, yes. you're talking about Twitter. Mm. And that reminds me, you should bring back uh, Dan's yes. Tweet of the Week. Tweets, tweets from Dan you might have <laughs> yeah, missed. This. Okay, there you I go. I should. Okay. <laughs> and I used to talk about tweets I used to tweet on Twitter. And now I'll <laughs> talk about them on the show again. I thought that was a fun segment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your real treat, though, Eddie? Let's stick to one segment at a time. <laughs> okay. what, are you, what are you feeling yes, this Yes, real treat. Uh, yeah. This is going to sound lame to a lot of people, but um, I'm super psyched about it. Okay. What? Uh, like a week or two ago... I got my email box down to zero emails. Oh. From like 1,500 or something like that. Wow. So I cleaned it all out, organized everything, Mm -hmm. and now like every day... I'm I'm basically at zero emails and it's That's great. For some reason psychologically like mm. makes me feel amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um because you don't have, you know, that, that fucking little bubble right on your screen saying 42 emails. Totally. Nope, don't have to worry about emails. It's so liberating. I'm an inbox zero guy too. Mm-hmm. And to me, I use my inbox as my to-do list. Mm-hmm. So if somebody sends me an email and there's something I have to do, I mark it as unread. 
if the email's there, like you gotta have a, a, a system. Yeah. Like I feel like if you get like, you know, 300 emails a day, if you don't have a system, <laughs> everyone knows when they send you an email, you're not gonna read it and you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of these people, like if someone sends me an email, you bet your ass I'm gonna <laughs> respond to it. That's why I'm so chatty on the show, because it's just part of my deal. Like I get yeah. an email, I respond to that shit. <laughs> so yeah, being inbox zero, and then when you look at your inbox, like right now I have two emails, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I gotta read these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it's back to zero, you're like, ah, exactly. I'm fucking free. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, so, but feels great. That's a great real treat. Thank you, Eddie. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I asked uh, the public for some real treats, mm-hmm. and we got a bunch. I'm gonna do these rapid fire, okay? Because most of them are media related, okay? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the real treat and then I'll say their name. Okay. All right. So the new big boy album oh, from good. Nick, I, I listened to a little bit of it. Totally fucked up my Spotify. I, <laughs> I listened to big boys album. And then I listened to like a Kendrick Lamar thing, mm-hmm. the new Jay-Z. No, it wasn't the new Jay-Z. Um, cause that's not on Spotify, something yeah. else, whatever. And now my discovery channel, which is typically based on my algorithm of listening, mm-hmm. it's full of rap, <laughs> full of hip hop and R&B, which I, I love that music. Mm-hmm. But I felt like this was something uh, that I listened to at the gym. Yeah. And your boys got to listen to heavy shit when I'm pushing up the heavy weights. Oh, yeah. OK. Eddie, I'm a hardcore metal loud. I can't be listening to big boy smooth jams when I'm. What about like weight. like some Tupac or like NWA? Too nostalgic. Okay. Tupac especially. Uh, that takes me too back. That takes me to a time. <laughs> like I just can't do that. Okay. I mean, maybe I could listen to like Run the Jewels or some of this like hip hop that's mm-hmm. like really heavy. Yeah. Like a super heavy beat. But no, I want to listen to rock. I, I don't do that. All right, fine. Okay. <laughs> um, Wendy uh, says Better Call Saul. Can't agree more. Mm-hmm. I know you don't watch that show. Shame on you. It's great. Me? Yeah. I thought you didn't watch that. No, no I love so Better Call What's the one Saul? that you don't watch? That sh- the Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that shit. Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Better Call Saul is amazing. Listener Jill, Orange is the New Black. Eh. <laughs> like I told you, I mean, it's like five seasons. Yeah. Ugh, this season's weird. It's a show that it can't tell if it's a comedy. Is it serious? Mm-hmm. Like you can't be like a bizarro comedy and then try to slip in some like social justice issues. Like yeah. you can if you meet in the middle, but you can't be so extreme. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. But I do like, again, like I mentioned, uh, Netflix is so about the data. They knew the lead character was a pain in the ass. So the show was about this woman and now she's like a third tier character, <laughs> which is pretty funny. But um, it's still worth watching. A listener, Derek, says his real treat is day drinking and day sex. Yes. Yeah. Great real treat. Totally. If you have a buzz before 11 a.m. and you're not going to work or something, like, <laughs> if you know you can just chill. Yeah, you're doing something right. It's a great feeling. Yeah. And you get some day sex. A listener, Tom, said paint. Paint? Just, just regular paint? paint? Like just huffing paint. it? You <laughs> just said paint. Just paint. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Justin, his favorite is a new band called Night Flight Orchestra. Okay. I checked them out. They're cool. They're like... Uh, a modern band's take on like a 80s, like a, we need a montage, like, <laughs> okay. like that kind of okay. music. Um, it was fun. And and that's it. I think that's all we got. All right. Uh, my real treat, just in, to keep things quick here, mm-hmm. is something I had over the weekend. And I'm so into LaCroix. Yes, Before it was cool. <laughs> like I just really, I'm addicted to soda. I would drink 10 sodas a day. I love the bubbles. I love the taste of it. You know, I would get, I love like, I'm a Pepsi guy. 
I am too, yeah. Fuck Coke. <laughs> cuck is Coke. Cuck. Cuck. Coke is a cuck. There's, that, there's a meme for these people. Change the word Coke, like the Coke logo, mm-hmm. to say cuck. Okay. And put that on a can and be like, guess what Bernie Sanders drinks? Here's his favorite <laughs> drink. I know, Pepsi, through and through. Yeah. And I was like, I drink the lime Pepsi, the vanilla, the cherry, so into it. So for me, it was great to transition to these seltzer drinks and I love them in cocktails. Mm-hmm. Eddie, let me tell you about my LaCroix and vodka. I love when I see somebody who think they like invented that, like how novel. And they're like, oh no, no, it's great. It's like, it doesn't have a lot of carbs. I'm like, motherfucker, I've been drinking LaCroix and vodka for three years. Like, get out of here. Um, but. I'm so cool. I'm so, it's not about being cool. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Like when you're your first day drinking, like thank you for letting me know about a mixer with no calories. Like that's the point, you idiot. And so, but beer, I miss drinking beer, Mm -hmm. you know, and I like the thing about beer and also the thing about drinking these sodas is that cold can. Yeah. You grab that cold can, you, you crack it open. It's a ritual and it feels good. Mm -hmm. And I miss that when it's a Friday night and I went with you and I want to drink 38 Coors Lights. (laughs) But over the weekend, Mm -hmm. I had something which it, LaCroix probably should have gotten in the booze game. But I think LaCroix is ran by kind of like an asshole, like a right wing, <laughs> you know, probably hates gay people. And you support anti-abortion. Well, that's the thing. I'm really conflicted on this. <laughs> so I seriously try to vote with my wallet mm-hmm. and I try not to buy LaCroix. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that I gave a bunch of money to Trump's campaign. There's something about him. Okay. That, you know, makes me want to boycott their ass. <laughs> but I still buy their product. Delete LaCroix. <laughs> Delete LaCroix. Hashtag. Um, so Smirnoff, you know, which mm-hmm. is a vodka that I normally stay away from. Mm-hmm. I feel like on the top 10 vodka tier where there's like the whatever fucking Grey Goose. Yeah. Uh, Kettle, Tito's maybe. But Smirnoff is right between, I don't know, Sky and what's another mid-grade? Svedka. McCormick's whatever that's, I didn't even that's have that super one. cheap that's like or white wolf <laughs> yeah if it comes in a small plastic bottle <laughs> made for a bum's hand yeah not not the good <laughs> shit so anyway Smirnoff they make spiked seltzer drinks it's like a one carb malt beverage Smirnoff huh. ice situation that's mostly water it's like when you want to drink water but get a little buzz <laughs> and I loved it what's the alcohol content 4.5 okay so like a beer it's like a beer okay with one carb. Not bad. You know, and if I'm trying to drink 20 carbs or 20 carbs a day, that's 20 beers. I could drink <laughs> 20 beers. Done. And, you know, just fall down. <laughs> oh, I was at a party the other day mm-hmm. and someone had a breathalyzer. Have you ever done one of these? <laughs> no. It was hilarious because it was like the end of the night and there was a guy who blew like 0.2. I, I don't know what's illegal. 0.18? Oh, 0.08 is point, the legal limit. Is the legal limit? Yeah. This guy was seriously like 0. 0.02, 0.2? No, 0. 0.2. 0. 0.2. Yeah. And he was fucking gone. Oh, yeah. Sounds like. <laughs> but it was a fun party trick that this guy was really into. Like, mm-hmm. he loved giving the test, too. Like, he bought it <laughs> off Amazon for 20 bucks. I'm sure he brings it to every party. Yeah. At some point, he pulls it out. All the girls are blowing on it. And I did it. And it was towards the end of the night. And I knew I had to drive home. But it was actually really kind of good to know, like, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. Legally. Like, that's the thing. I was so tired, too. Like, being drunk doesn't mean shit. Yeah. You could be sober as a nun and tired Mm -hmm. and be way more impaired. But it just made me laugh. Like, all right, if I get pulled over, I'm cool. (laughs) I'm straight. 
Um, I did crash and bump into some shit on the way yeah, home too, but that's no beside deal. the point. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, I guess that's a mini real treat. <laughs> Buy one of these off Amazon and you'll be a hit. Did he get like mad tang off of this? Were all the girls trying to talk to I don't think so. Them? All the moms. It was at a, a house party with a bunch of moms and dads. I wasn't at the club. I should have brought it to the strip club. Oh, man. And been like, girl blowing this. Yeah. I'm sure they would have loved that. A ton of them have to be drunk. Oh, yeah. Right? Like well, just... they want you to buy them drinks. Yeah, that's true. And I bet you they bring them a less powerful drink. They have to. Because if these little tiny things were drinking, you know, Red Bull and vodka all night. I've seen some sloppy strippers before. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like you got to, you're working. <laughs> yeah. But I have a feeling a lot of them have substance abuse. I'm just saying. Probably. Major generalization here. <laughs> okay, Eddie, 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 Eddie. Um, that's Full it. circle. <laughs> Full circle, my friend. And, and that's it. So at the end of every save for the show, our friend Amanda Hug and Kiss gives us a outro that's comprised of an old story mm -hmm. and a song of his choosing. And this one is called Gorilla Dick uh, from episode 217. <laughs> and the title is The Gorilla by the artist Pierre de Gallende. Okay. All right. So there we go. Nice. There we go, Eddie. Okay. Otherwise, this has been episode 248 of Save for the Show with 249. 249. Yes. All right. Freeze. <laughs> Otherwise, this has been episode 249 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. especially requested that I refrain from telling you what how big are gorilla dicks? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing... Probably not too big. You don't think a gorilla dick is big? No. Ugh, dude. How have I never even seen a gorilla dick? Probably relative to a gorilla size, you'd uh -huh. be like, oh, that's not as big as I was guessing. Right, that's but... like what Arnold Schwarzenegger says. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you I've go. got the big dick. Yeah. But... You can't really tell because right. my body's big. Because his muscles. So... Um, hmm. But I'm I'm sure it's bigger than your dick. It's definitely oh, bigger than my dick. What are you dick. talking about? <laughs> you know, I I just feel like there's a lot of animals out there that are big. Yeah. And that doesn't mean they have to have a big dick like a horse dick. Okay. I think it's more about evolution and horses need really long dicks to get into the horse. But gorillas can just get real close. Like you don't need to have a huge ass dick yeah. to survive in the animal kingdom as a gorilla. You could have a normal dick. You think so? And maybe the ones with big dicks were shunned by other gorillas. Those could have died out. Like gorillas with teeny tiny micro penises died because <laughs> they couldn't, you know, fuck. And they yeah. couldn't make other gorillas with teeny tiny micro penises. Whereas in humans, I have a teeny tiny micro dick. I could still <laughs> get a girl pregnant with like, you know, artificial insemination. Yeah. Therefore, handing down my micro penis to my poor son. Okay. All I'm saying is that thing would have died out in humans, but it didn't. How big is a gorilla's dick? <laughs> Classic, why don't we just Google this question? I'm going to have to guess that it's it's bigger than you think. All right, well, I can't wait to Google it. And I'd also have to think that I think the gorilla would also murder you on top of raping Yeah, you, you can't really. Yeah, because, you know, you'll see a porno every once in a while. And I only ever saw like a bestiality porn if I was like... <laughs> With other dudes as like a joke, <laughs> or like say like when I was you know get drunk on the weekend. That's my jam. Pump it in. That's my thing. But no, and you see these horse dicks, and horses can kind of stand there. But you're right. Like I don't think there's ever been a porno with a gorilla <laughs> yeah. and and a lady or a guy. Yeah, because a gorilla 
it's I almost feel like that's a are you legally allowed to have sex with a horse or no? I, I think it depends on the state. Okay. So if it's a state where you can legally have sex with an animal or mm-hmm. is, is, is that not a 50 state ban? I don't, I don't think so. Cause aren't there people that get married to fucking animals? I don't know. We are woefully <laughs> <laughs> uninformed on this subject, which is fine. Yeah. Well, it's okay <laughs> that we're not. Don't if know. we knew everything about this, it'd right. be a little weird. I don't have the fucking animals handbook <laughs> in my back pocket that I can whip out based on what state I'm in. No. So, but you know, I feel like if you have sex with a gorilla, you could go to jail for that. People, if you fuck a horse and get caught, they'd be like, hey, man, fuck, come on, man. Yeah. What are you doing? But with a gorilla, all of a sudden, it's like a protected animal. Yeah, but. I, it's an exotic animal. <laughs> you can't have sex with a lion. I just think the the possibility of anyone being able to fuck a gorilla. Right. And surviving it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't see that happening. What if the gorilla, like, you know, English Paul said, was really horny? Yeah, and you were really, really good looking, and the gorilla fell in love with you. I'm sure dolphins. Dolphins. People yeah. have sex with dolphins. They do, yeah, and that's terrible. That's very bad. I don't want to see someone have sex with a pet. It, to me, to get me off, mm-hmm. you know, because I just I'm such a nasty man. <laughs> I have to see women having sex with wild animals, <laughs> lions, bears. That's my shit. <laughs> like a walrus. A walrus. What the fuck, dude? If you're a good looking gal and you fuck a walrus. <laughs> You will kickstart your porno career. This is disgusting. A walrus dick is huge. Oh, I bet that thing is crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy huge. Because they're so fat and big, they need to have a big dick <laughs> to have sex. And I bet you they fuck in the water, which would be pretty dope. They're like weightless. It's like a beautiful dance. It's probably like something weird where he doesn't even like enter the female walrus. He just like sprays his shit. And she just like sucks it in. <laughs> yeah. Like a baling whale vagina. <laughs> I would like to see that. All right, well, fine. The question is, Eddie, <laughs> would you have sex with a gorilla? And now let's assume you survive. Mm-hmm. This is not a situation where the monkey rips your face off. Okay. Like that woman that happened to her. Mm-hmm. You know, classic. Before the before it was called viral, that was like a viral story yeah. that just made its way everywhere. Let's say you survive. Do you do it? I'm going to say 100% no. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bruno Mars has a song where he talks about beating it up like gorillas. So I imagine it's pretty rough. (laughs) Yeah. So even if I did survive, I don't think I'd be able to walk anymore. Right. But in the end, okay, we're assuming the gorilla fucks you and not you the gorilla. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you fuck a gorilla. I mean, I mean, (laughs) fuck anything, man. We talk about this on the show a lot. (laughs) Like you get to save the world. Yes. And you get to have sex with a gorilla. (laughs) Bust a gorilla nut. (laughs) Not a bad thing. No. Um, so fine. I, I don't know if I could handle it, but I, to, you know what? I would take one for the team. I would do it as long as I survived. So uh, donate to the Patreon, guys. Right. <laughs> let's, let's get this funded. And we will kidnap a gorilla and, and make it happen. The door of the circus lockup where the noble brute had been put by an administrational cockup was unwisely left unshut. I'll lose it today, he cried, swinging lissomely out of his cage. Referring, of course, to his chastity, he was just at that difficult age. Garogoria. Those self-same ladies which previously had been licking their lips from afar fled in panic, which shows how devious and whimsical women are. In the path of a lovesick monkey, there were two who wouldn't budge. A little old lady all shrunken and a petty sessions judge. Garogoria.
old girl said it would be surprising and unlikely in the extreme if anyone found me appetizing and beyond my wildest dreams the judge intoned with tranquility to take me for a female ape would be the height of improbability even judges make mistakes Curious and uncanny, say if the choice were up to you To ravish a judge or a granny and you didn't know which to do If I were in such a position and the choice had got to be mine I'd beg the old lady's permission but go for grandma every time Though the gorilla is very proficient in the role of a paramour his mental equipment's deficient and his eyesight's awfully poor With a paleolithic leer he gave the old lady the miss And grabbing the judge by the ear gave him an introductory kiss In time the gorilla's desires were more or less satisfied The judge being rather biased couldn't see the funny side he was kicking and screaming and wailing when his moment of truth had come Like those wretches he orders daily to be taken away and hung Garogori! And even with my wife where I'm like, we're getting bored, we gotta try something <laughs> Like one time I did fuck my wife's feet, I'll admit to that You know what I mean? I kind of pushed them together yeah. Just like as a joke <laughs> Like, I didn't go to completion, <laughs> but just for fun. I saw one of the first pornos I saw, a guy fucked a girl's feet, put them yeah. together, jizzed on her toes, and then licked his own jizz off. Oh, Lord. I was like, yep, not for me. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But you watched the whole thing. Obviously. You, you had to make sure. You had to make sure. <laughs>